3: Good morning. It is your All Local for the 27th of February 2024. We're almost to the end of this month, and we've got another warm day ahead with another high near 90. Remember, we broke the record yesterday. We reached 94 when the previous record high was 90. Well, the record high for this date in history is 85 degrees. KRLD Chief Meteorologist Dan Brunoff says a high near 90, and there is some grass fire danger west of 35 W. So please be aware if you're in those areas and yesterday DFW experienced record breaking heat. What does that mean for the rest of the year's weather expectations?
2: Monday, the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex reached 94 degrees, breaking a high temperature record that was set over 100 years ago. It's
3: pretty unusual. I mean, we have seen uh, temperatures in the upper 80s to lower 90s in February, but it's really pretty rare.
2: Tom Bradshaw, meteorologist in charge at the National Weather Service in Fort Worth, says this doesn't necessarily mean it will will be an extremely hot summer, but they are slightly concerned about our drought levels with this added heat. But thankfully, these non-February-like temperatures will not last. A cold front arrives tonight.
3: That'll bring temperatures back to what we normally see for this time of the year. They'll be they'll be back down in the lower 50s for highs on Wednesday.
2: From the 24-Hour News Center, Kristen Diaz, News Radio 1080 KRLD.
3: Well, in Richardson last night, it was the school district's first listening meeting since announcing plans to close several elementary schools and district leaders Got an earful from parents. Aldi's Kurt Lewis has the latest.
4: Closing schools is always unpopular. Kids get split up into other schools, straining friendships and breaking relationships with teachers. Nobody likes that. So last night, Richardson parents were not happy and wanted answers from Superintendent Tabitha Branham. She says the district budget is $28 million in the red. Closing these four elementary campuses would carve nearly $11 million off of that. But knowing how upsetting this is to kids and parents, she says the Board of Trustees will keep juggling ideas to see if a better solution arises.
0: Can there be an adjustment made? Do we need to rethink something? Um, And then ultimately the board will evaluate all of that and make a decision. And
4: that decision will be finalized March 21st Till then, there will be more public comment meetings where parents can air their concerns and ask questions. Kurt Lewis, News Radio 1080, KRLD.
3: In Dallas today, city leaders hope to appoint an interim city manager so they can move forward with plans to hire a new one permanently.
1: This is such an important role for the city of Dallas. The city manager, basically the CEO of the city. So the person who is the interim city manager has to be able to hit the ground running in June when T.C. Broadnax officially steps down. So let's talk about who that person could be. We do know one of the names in heavy consideration. Council members will discuss Kimberly Tolbert as a possible interim city manager today. She is currently a deputy city manager for the city of Dallas. According to the city, her current departmental responsibilities include the small business center, human resources, the mayor and city council, as well as water utilities. She has the backing now of six community organizations. According to our partners at the Dallas Morning News, the Dallas Black Chamber of Commerce and the South Dallas Fair Park Faith Coalition are among the groups who are now encouraging council members to choose Tolbert. This flyer is now circulating with support for Tolbert, even requesting that people attend today's special meeting to show council that this is the person they want to see in the
3: role during that search. That's NBC5's Larry Collins. At special Dallas City Council meeting is at 1 this afternoon. Two Denton cops that sprang into action saving a woman who was trapped in an overturned vehicle are being hailed for their heroics. Here's KRLD's Austin York.
0: It happened around 2.30 early Monday morning. Police say the car drove off a bridge along I-35W just south of Vintage Boulevard. When officers got to the scene, they found the car overturned and half submerged in a creek.
4: Hey, can you hear us? Go ahead.
0: One of the officers made his way to the wreckage and using his baton smashed out the rear driver's side window. He was then able to pull the woman out of the car.
4: Thank you Thank you She was alone in
0: the vehicle. medics treated the woman for non-life-threatening injuries. Police say a DWI investigation is underway. From the 24-Hour News Center, Austin York, News Radio 1080. KRLD.
3: Yesterday, we told you about a house explosion in Sherman. This morning, we're learning a woman is fighting for her life after being injured in the blast. One man was killed.
2: The Grayson County Fire Marshal says someone called 911 about a house explosion in Sherman. John Wieda says one person was trapped inside.
3: A wall had fallen on the victim and kind of protecting her from the fire.
2: They got her out and she was life-flighted to a hospital in Plano in critical condition. And once they got the fire knocked down, he says they found another man dead inside.
3: Right reported the smell of a propane odor to other family
0: members by phone about an hour before the home had exploded.
2: Nobody else was hurt, and WIDA says this may have started with a propane leak from an appliance, but they're investigating along with the Texas Railroad Commission to confirm the cause of the fire. From the 24-Hour News Center, Alan Skaya, news Radio
3: 1080, K.R.W.D. The Texas Court of Criminal Appeals will hear arguments over whether a confession can be used in the capital murder trial of an accused child killer from Lake Highlands these L.P. Phillips says legal papers are already on file.
2: The case involves a child named Cedric Jackson and the 32-year-old boyfriend of the child's mother, Cedric Johnson. Johnson is accused of killing the child and throwing the body of the 18-month-old into a dumpster. It was discovered about 30 hours later at a landfill in Rowlett. An issue is a confession that the courts so far say cannot be used. In July of 2019, police began questioning Johnson, who ultimately asked for a lawyer. But no attorney was ever provided, and the defense says the questioning turned into an illegal confession. That statement is important enough that prosecutors are now asking the Court of Criminal Appeals to overturn two lower courts and allow it into evidence. No date for arguments has been set. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD.
3: A high school in Keller has canceled its production of the Laramie Project, a play about the aftermath of the 1998 murder of gay college student Matthew Shepard. Some parents at Timber Creek High School say they got an email last week informing them that the play had been canceled but with no explanation. And now, some of those parents and their kids are fighting back, launching an online petition to get the play reinstated and expressing concern about the uptick in violence aimed at the LGBTQ community.
0: I don't even think it's just about the play anymore. It's just about being respected and feeling safe at your high school where you are.
3: The petition already has more than 1,300 signatures. The play is about the community reaction to the murder of Shepard, a gay 21 year old University of Wyoming student who was attacked, tied to a fence. And left in a field to die.
2: The Old Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play. 1080
3: KRLD.